Why did I let you talk me into this? I I don't want to do it, Alex. I'm not. Actually, did your your wife say that we should do this? She suggested it, oh. and then I asked you what you thought, and you were like, "Well, it would be a pretty good, like, fitting description of what this year's been like." <sighs> 2016 has been one of those years where it's kind of had its ups and downs. Now, a lot of people like to say that it's been a lot of down, but I like there's some there's some things in it that were good as well. But we are about to play Bean Boozled. Now, Jason, explain the rules of the game before right. you start crying. This stupid game has this spinner on it with these. Uh, all right, it's got yeah, it's got a little spinner on it, and these are jelly beans, and. Some of the jelly beans taste really tasty, like peach, or lime, or berry blue. But their counterpart might taste like barf, or spoiled milk, or a booger. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, Jason and I are both rocking colds. Yeah. So this is going to be the perfect, like, especially if, if I get I'm moldy... Doing- Cheese. Three, three max, Alex. If I get moldy cheese, I'm going to throw up in the trash. If I get barf, I'm going to throw up. <sighs> I watched my kids play this, and it was disgusting. Did they? All right, let's just let's just play it, okay. and we'll record it. All right, spin the first one. All right, here we go. Okay, good. we All got right, a good yeah. easy one. So yeah. this one is we just got berry blue, and its counterpart taste is toothpaste. So not not bad. All right. So all right, let's each take one. Yep. All right. Cheers. I got toothpaste. I got toothpaste, too. It's not bad at all. No, it's not. I don't know why this would be a bad one. No. This is like... That's actually, it tastes minty. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. All right. Let's go. Let's get another one. Ah, uh, Tutti Fruity, <laughs> and its counterpart is Stinky Socks. <laughs> Where are they? Are they these ones? Yeah, it's that one right there. Oh, no. I don't want to do this. All right, down the hatch. This is stupid. Mm-mm. Oh. <laughs> freaking socks. Oh. I can't tell if I got stinky socks because it's not too de fruity, mm. but it wasn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> I'm also still kind of like rocking some of the toothpaste taste in my mouth. Yeah, the toothpaste is strong. All right. Let's do one more. All right. One more, Jason. Oh, moldy <laughs> cheese. No, I will not. I will not do this. Uh, which one? I can't tell. No, I'm colorblind. Yeah. I don't know. These are hard. I think it's... Gosh, this... That one there. Oh. I'm, I'm like having an anxiety attack right now. Anxiety attack. Okay. All right. Cheers, my friend, to 2017. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I got caramel corn. Oh, this is awesome. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I I lucked out so bad. As soon as I bit into it, I was like, "Oh yes, caramel corn." You know what? This is freaking not your pastor's podcast. (laughs) Not these beans. (laughs) These beans are the devil's playthings. No. Run run the music.
All right, Jason, how are you, are you okay? Well, that was disgusting. <laughs> I literally got nothing bad. Mm. The one that I thought was stinky it socks. It won't go away. <laughs> it won't go away. I think it's like subconsciously like all your memories from like childhood, like you made it out to be like jelly beans are supposed to be good. They're supposed to be sweet and fun. And then you go into it and you get moldy cheese. It's just bad. Like the worst. It's, je- it's worse. It's worse. The worst jelly bean you had growing up was the black one. Yeah. Right? You just throw those ones away. Give them to your grandpa. Or, yeah. My grandma loved those things. Dude. We know. found like a bag of just black jelly beans <sighs> for her. Satan's playthings. Yeah. For sure. Mm. Well, welcome everybody to the final 2016 episode of Not Your Pastor's Podcast. We, Jason, we made it. Yep. We we broke all the records. We're making millions of dollars. Yeah. That's a lie, by the way. We did break all of our records, though. Did, we did? Yeah. We set goals before we started. We were, we're very goal-oriented people, I am. So why don't you break down the stats for us since we're on the topic? So when we started this thing out... Remember, Alex, we said, man, if we could get like, if we could get like 10 episodes and like a thousand plays. Yeah, for sure. Roughly 100 plays per episode. And right now we're at 15 episodes with. This is our sweet 16, by the way. Yeah, 2,647 plays. Wow. Like people like. They're listening to us. Yeah, which is really bizarre. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why either. There are plenty of other great podcasts out there and they're listening to us. Yeah. But I'm really thankful you're listening to us, and look out for 2017, too. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Not only that, it's like they came from kind of all over, too. So what were some of the, the top countries? Well, aside from, you know, the United States. U.S. is obvious, obviously number one. That's where yeah. we're probably going to get the most USA listens. and Michigan, specifically yeah. Genesee County. Yep. Uh, you know, kind of ran the table with everything. That's where we're from. Yeah. But... The UK. Oh, our, our allies across the pond. Several plays from New Zealand, wow. Australia. The Shire? Yep, the Shire. <laughs> they listening. I have watched I have watched all three Lord of the Rings. And I'm halfway through uh, the Desolation of Smog. Oh nice. In it, the Hobbit. We felt Jess and I fell asleep. Oh. During Yeah, I don't you know. need I don't know why they needed to make that movie into three movies. Well Bilbo entered the cave and we fell asleep. Oh. Or into the mountain, I should say. Yeah. Anyway, what else? What are other stats? Um, our top episode. People loved the homeschool rapture. I think that's the title. The title in and of itself. Yeah. Like, people love that. Like, anything with rapture in, like, the Christian realm of things. Like, people are like, ooh, I wonder what they're going to say about that. Yeah. But, like, even, like, we'll post a new episode. And so I always go back and look at, okay, we posted a new episode. And if they listen on SoundCloud, like, the episode below it kind of autoplays. So, I don't know how how legit some of those plays are sometimes, yeah. but then um, I what you can really tell is, okay, so they listened to that episode, they may have liked it, what's the next episode they're actually listening to besides the yeah. latest one? And constantly, Homeschool Rapture yeah, dude. was in there. So, we like release a new episode, and then here's you know three, five plays on the day of a new episode for Homeschool Rapture. Yeah, and then our next one, number two, was uh, I didn't get saved at Christian uh, private school, which yep. was our buddy Seth and his wife Hannah, which we saw on Christmas at the Christmas Eve service. Yeah. And we said we're going to pray that they have twins. Yeah, I thought about <laughs> making that a segment on our show where, where we uh, pray for people <laughs> for stuff they, they don't necessarily want. <laughs> we can close out each show with a prayer. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, and I'm that, not saying they don't want kids, but they yeah. they certainly don't want twins. But we, Alex and I, think it's appropriate. He's like, he came back at to pray me. for them to have twins. He came back at me and said, "I'm going to pray that your wife has octuplets." I'm like, "I'm going to kill you." <laughs> and then uh, our third most played episode is from our buddy uh, uh, Rob Clady. Yeah, the beer, church, and Trump episode, which I'm sure that one got a lot of likes because of the title as well. Yeah, well, not to mention. He's in Costa Rica, and we got one play from Costa Rica last week. <laughs> I'm like, that's Rob! <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Rob, for the Costa Rica play. But yeah, dude, so like, we went into this thing, like, not knowing what was going to happen. We were going to just record an episode, like, we we're going to record some episodes, we we're going to tell our stories, we we're going to have some interesting guests on, and this thing has surpassed our wildest dreams. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for everybody that's been a part of it and all the people that we got to meet too. Like, like people like meeting Sean was in, truly incredible. And that, yeah, and that Sean, Sean was on Costello our, from the, the homeschool rapture yeah. episode, like making me think outside of the box. Like, like if you really care about school and like what your child goes through, then you ultimately care about what other kids educations are for and like being a part of your community and being a part of like the voting process for your local school board like those things are so important and like i would have probably never even thought about any of that until meeting sean not to mention he's like the superintendent of like 13 different lansing area schools and a roller derby ref yeah he's a roller derby referee and he wanted to meet me before he came on the show, and we he shows up at the diner wearing a Hank Hill T-shirt. <laughs> I was like, perfect. This guy's like right up our alley. What about who? Who are some of the people that you met through this through this podcasting experience? Like that you're just like thankful for, or they like left an impression on you? Um, Richard Jacobson. Oh, Richard. The two episodes. Oh, Richard. Oh, oh Richard. <laughs> yeah. He was awesome, dude. He stayed on the phone for us for so long. Like two hours. Yeah. And, and he was just like shooting the breeze with us in between recording. Yeah. And I kind of felt the same way with the Inglorious Pastors. Yeah, dude. Like we could have talked to them for hours. Yeah. It was the same thing. It felt less like doing an interview and just like hanging out with some cool people. And if, if I could have it like any way to do a podcast, it would be that right there. Just meeting cool people. Okay. Yeah. Like that. It, I mean, like. We met uh, Tim Goodrich, too. Yeah. Tim Goodrich, such a cool guy. And, I mean, his story is really interesting. And, I mean, we got a little bit of feedback on that episode. But, like, I'm really glad I got to hear his story. And we may not see eye to eye on a lot of things, but, like, man, he's just such an awesome guy. No, it's just really cool. Like, uh, I'm going to do this silly podcasting thing, but tonight, instead of sitting at home on the couch watching Netflix, you know, re rewatching uh, Walking Dead again, mm-hmm. I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I quit watching Walking Dead. I couldn't emotionally commit to it anymore. Yeah, we got, I think we got to season five. and it You was didn't just... even get to the newest season. No, no, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Oh. It's it gets so brutal, dude. Yeah. I like I can't like these are fictional characters, and I'm like emotionally getting attached to them. I I can't do it. I had to back out. Yeah, but anyway, aside from you yeah. know just sitting there watching old shows, it's like tonight I'm gonna go meet a guy at his shoe shop. Yeah, and he's gonna tell us like this awesome story about his life. About his life, yeah. And you couldn't ask for anything more. I mm-hmm. mean, it, 
it was sweet. What, what about? Tell me about uh, Ada's birthday party. My daughter had a one year old. <laughs> my daughter turned one years old uh, a few days ago, and we had uh, we. My wife and I said well, we really wanted just to go all out for her one year birthday party. Like we don't have a lot of money, but we said you know what, one year is a big birthday party. Let's go all out and have we, it at the bar. We had that tenacity <laughs> brewing, so like which we is a really back. super nice facility. Yeah, so we went on a Sunday. It wasn't open. No drinks were served at the one-year-old's birthday party. <laughs> but tell me a little bit about your experience there. Yeah, so like you have your circle of friends, and I don't know them very well. Yeah, you know, I haven't. I've I've met a couple of them a handful of times when you did like boss and stuff. Yeah, but it's been years. And so I, I walk in there and people are like looking at me. One of your friends, I think it was James, even said, hey, it's the legend. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife was with me and she's like, you are like, like, it's almost like you're famous or something. Like you're Ooh, really popular. The popularity going to your head. Yeah. And then. She's probably like, he's with me. We walked into the other room and your buddy Chris's wife. Is it yeah. Chris, Christina. Yeah. She, uh. She's like, oh, hey, how's it going? I feel like I know you. And I was just like, yeah, I guess so. Because you, like, you listen to the episodes. You know, I share a lot about myself. But no, it wasn't that at all. It was the stupid uh, pictures that you've been <laughs> the, posting. The Christmas the, countdown The embarrassing pictures. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she tells me, she's like, I didn't want you to get a big head. But that's like, I feel like you're really getting me in the holiday spirit. And I realize, like, your friends don't think I'm cool. They're just... <laughs> Meeting this walking cartoon in real life after you've posted all these ridiculous, embarrassing photos of me. Oh my gosh! It was at that point I almost felt like because I was starting to feel like pretty like yeah, I'm a cool guy, you know. And then in the rest of the time, I just I, keep I you around like, to make my star look that much brighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it might be I almost. I it almost might be the opposite when word. I meet your friends eventually for whatever whatever the next gathering is. Uh, you are my friend. Oh, stop it, <laughs> Alex. Um, so, what are um, Jason? What were some of the, your? What was your favorite episode that we've done? Like we've we got to meet so many cool people. But is there any episode that for you, like you listened to it maybe multiple times? And we realize that some of the plays that we have in our stats are from us. But like some no, of them, I had to listen to. Really? Yeah. Some of them, they're for me. Yeah, some of them are from you, but not. But for like, me. there's a few episodes that I had to listen. I listened to a few times just because I I wanted to get something out of it again, or I needed to hear something again. Are there any episodes that did that for you? And uh, then I'll share mine. First of all, let me say like some of the behind the scenes stuff here. So when I edit down a podcast, I probably listen to it on average about four to five times between. Just uh, editing out audio flaws or parts of the conversation that aren't really relevant. And I try not to edit out too much. Yeah, we want the conversation to be as organic yeah. as possible. The roller derby one was a lot of fun. That was one. Are you... <laughs> what are you doing? Jason and I both have colds right now. And we're we're like, hey, we both have the same germs. We might as well just still podcast. Yeah. Uh, we want to get this episode out before the end of the year. And I just, like, my body did a you complete... You just put your whole face Complete fake out. Like, you're going to sneeze, you're going to sneeze. And then I'd, like, <laughs> get ready for it. And then it's like, no, you're not. <laughs> so... You know how hard it is to have a conversation with somebody, first, in front of a microphone, but then, secondly, when they're putting their whole entire head inside of their shirt. I don't want to just projectile <laughs> snot all over our that's, recording equipment. Yeah, that's a good call. So, 
favorite episodes? Do you have any that you've you listened to a few times or like you go back and say, man, like I really gleaned a lot of wisdom from that? Yeah, for me, it's it's uh, it's the ones we already mentioned, the one with Richard Jacobson. Yeah. Um, the one with the Inglorious Pastors. And I'm going to say the roller derby episode just because we did it in my living room. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun having people over. Yeah. And then keeping you awake because you were super tired. Yeah. That episode, Jason, uh, so the episode was an hour and 20 minutes long. There was over almost two hours worth of content. Yeah. And it was uh, most of us just kind of like cracking jokes and mm-hmm. laughing. And like, and that was just stuff that we had to take out because it wasn't you know relevant to the conversation. But yeah, so my favorite episode. Yeah, what about yours? My favorite episode by far, and this is the one that I've listened to the most, is our prison episode. Oh, yeah. I listened to that one so many times, and I actually listened to it this week. I was listening to some of our old episodes, just trying to like, just for myself, like becoming a better podcaster and a better, you know, broad broadcaster and speaker at large, like trying to listen to some of the things that I do. And I listened to that one, and I had to hold back tears at at my shop. Like, I was like, please don't let my boss come by and see me crying right now. But, like, just hearing the stories of what God is doing in the prisons through our, our church. And, like, I mean, we're going to have episodes on here where we might, I don't want to say criticize the church, but maybe call out some hypocrisies and some things that are kind of like, come on. Like, that's not right. Yeah. Like, but this is an example of the church doing a ministry that they're not going to get anything out of. And yeah, that it's total, totally sacrificial. Right. We didn't make any money. We didn't nope. gain any any more, more congregants or anything like that. It was just a totally sacrificial And it's ministry. out of state, too. So you don't, you don't even get any notoriety from it. It's no. not like it's all within state and be like, oh, that's the church. Well, for- you do get notoriety. Like when you come back next year with me, you're, yeah. there's going to be people that remember you. Yeah, who are in the prison, but yeah. people outside, it's not like we're on national news or anything. Like. It's just really like encouraging to know that there's some murderers that remember your face and what yeah. it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like that episode for me, like if I can just pick one episode as being my my favorite top episode, that's the one. And then uh, my other favorites was our one with Rob. Uh, Rob said a lot of really great things in our episode that we did at Tenacity, like some things about the church and like not necessarily like I was I'm not ready to give up on the church, whether that's institutional or home church or whatever Richard Jacobson wants me to do. (laughs) But he said some really good things about just the body of believers at large. And hearing that from somebody who's been burned by the the church and burned by believers so many times, like is, was really encouraging for me. And then obviously our inglorious bastards episode, I've never laughed so hard. So those are those are my favorites for sure. Yeah, I feel like you've got you've got Jesus, you've got Gandalf, and then you got Rob Clady. <laughs> like, like the, the, the amount of wisdom. I mean, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I would not go in that order. Darth Vader would be instead of, even though he's evil. Anyway, that doesn't matter. What? what? Just yeah, just let me do my thing. Anyway. Yeah. So what are what are some Yoda, other Alex? Oh yeah, Yoda would probably <laughs> be Vader. Vader. I'm sick. I By the way, good. I have watched that freaking video of bad lip singing <laughs> with Yoda. Yeah, <laughs> I have watched it at least at least thirty times. Post it to our our Facebook again. Okay. After the, when this it episode. is so, it's four minutes long. That way people know what the heck we're talking. And about. And it is so 
funny, Alex. It's hilarious. <laughs> I lose it every time. Stop it. So let's move on to something, something, some behind the scenes things that people may not know about, but we want to give the, give these people their due credit. Uh, first off, we want to give uh, Chad Britton yeah. some credit, dude. Like Chad was stayed with us up until I think the Richard Jacobson episode. Yeah, like recording some video and like he's got a really crazy busy schedule and he's got a wife and kids and like he sacrificed his time to be with us and record some videos and we have a few of them up on on our YouTube and yep. we put them up on Facebook but like he eventually had to quit because he had to take care of his family and we really respect him and so I want to give him a shout out for helping us out especially in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, we've gone through a lot of changes. Yeah, we have. Where, I mean, when we originally started, we met in a church yep. in an auditorium. So when you listen to those episodes, the reverb is just out of control. Right. we were meeting in an actual old church that sat like 100 people, maybe. Yeah, probably. And uh, we eventually had to move down to your basement because the church sold that old church building. It was like 115 years old or something crazy. Mold is all get out. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, not not the cleanest environment. But it worked for 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 a oh, few it episodes. Was, it was awesome. But yeah, the Chad had uh, he ended up leaving about that time that we made the transition to your to your basement just because travel and work and schedule and everything else. But yeah, uh, I I miss having him here because we'd say something that was kind of funny. But you're not sure if it's funny or not. But then you look over and you see Chad laughing. Yeah. Like, yeah, all right. Okay, I, I, that was a good joke. I, I sold least, that joke. I at least made Chad laugh. You know, the guy who's just sitting here running the cameras. Yeah. Uh, um, and then the other person I really want to give a shout out to is your dad. Yeah. Your dad is probably has listened to almost every episode that we ever done. And when I see him on at church on Sunday, we always do like a debriefing. Like yeah. he, he lets me know his thoughts on the episode yep. and like the the things that he liked and you know all that stuff and so it was like a huge encouragement to keep us going like ah here's somebody who's not in my generation but is still getting something from this dumb podcast yeah it's funny because you know we're recording this the day after Christmas and yesterday uh, at Christmas dinner he's like I went back and I listened to your Inglorious Pastors episode again I'm just not sure about those guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but. but it was like recapping the conversation it was fun and and we have to give a huge thank you to my dad because he got us started yeah not a lot of people know that no he he wrote us a check we're yeah. not going to say the amount but he wrote us a check and we were able to purchase a lot of our equipment yeah, our microphones our recording interface ba- i think it's safe to say if we didn't have him we would our have website to sh- yeah we would have to shell out a lot of our own money which i didn't have no i, I, I don't have new, it either i had a six month old at the time when we started this and i didn't yep. have any extra money so salutes yep. to your dad yeah you can't you couldn't see that because it's a podcast but oh, yeah alex just saluted my dad so we thank you for yeah. those about to support us, we salute you. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things that Jason and I also wanted to oh, talk... Wait, I got a couple of few thank yous. Yeah, okay, go ahead. You do your thank yous before we move on to the next part. Sydney Beausheep and Stephanie Madrigal. I hope I said their names right, but like outside of you and I, 
outside of our wives, yeah, they have liked and shared pretty much everything that we've posted, well, and also, that helps us tremendously. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, shout out to James Clayton. He's also another yeah. guy. Who's yeah, the, and he's I've known him since childhood. I've known him probably for twenty years, and him and I, every time we get together, we have good conversations about the episodes that you know we just recorded or whatever. And that's the thing that. I think is incredible. Like the thing that podcasting allows to happen is to start creating these conversations that not only happen in the recording session, but also happen outside. Yep. And so like, that's one of the things that I'm just so appreciative of. I can't like, I can't think of a time that I wasn't at a bonfire or a, or, or like a friend's giving or a get together where like something came up that we talked about on the podcast or talked about on our friend's podcast. Yeah. And it was like, this is awesome. Like, I'm glad we're talking about this more. I'm getting more information. I'm getting more perspectives from other people. And yeah, that's just great. Um, I, I thought of another one too. My buddy Chris at work. Yeah. He left us a five-star review. And and uh, it seems every time we post an episode, he, he's always talking to me and giving pointers and stuff. And I mean, he's he's one of those people, he's he's a lot like my wife who like, if you do something that sucks. She'll let you know. She'll let you know that My wife's the same way, but yeah. it's loving. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's loving that they tell you that something is a piece of garbage. Right. Otherwise, you just keep making a piece of garbage. Right. But he's another help. one of those good voices. So we're like, no, he'll he'll let us like have it <laughs> if an episode sucked. But he's also got like just a ton of encouragement. Mm. And you need that when you're podcasting. Like you need those people with the encouragement because there's a lot of work that goes into podcasting. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be this much work. I thought it was just going to be you, me, hanging out drinking some tea because we're sick yeah and <laughs> recording a couple episodes but it's so much more work like that's what kind of why we stopped writing blogs i think because there's other yeah. stuff going into it well nobody reads blogs anymore oh I, I, well, I thought like i started writing a blog one time and i was like you know what this will make a great episode yeah so just and do why episode. yeah why am i going to spend double the amount of time writing out the blog and then just when i can just speak it right and so yeah, I mean, between wrangling guests and coming up with the show topics and editing the podcast and posting it all over the place, uh, that's why I like we, we put a lot of this time in on top of our regular jobs and everything. And that's why it's really special to me when somebody goes out of their way to share it or yeah. leave us a review or uh, it, it means a lot getting those things. So the moral of the story is share our episodes. Yeah, share like our stuff if you like it you know if you don't like it let us know and we'll yeah see what we can do honestly like send us a message on on facebook and say hey that really sucked <laughs> probably like this episode because we're not really covering a whole lot no this outside is of just you know recapping this is just a year end review this is basically like our business meeting for like how we did well and didn't do well this year and what we need to do next year to make more money just kidding <laughs> but Let's tell people we're, we're thinking about going into the future. I want to I want to hit that up. Yeah, so I don't know. I was going over our episodes, Alex, and, yeah. and going over some of the guests we've got lined up coming into the new year. And we're interviewing a lot of former pastors. Yep. I think we get that from our title, like Not Your Pastors Podcast. And we're, some of these people have sought us out, too. Yeah. Oh my goodness, dude! We got hit up on Twitter over Christmas like crazy. Yeah, a couple I've of been, guys. I've been purposely not checking Twitter because I don't want to find anything out about Rogue One. So I've been dropping yeah. the ball on, on my end of things. I'm sorry. I've seen it. It's good, Alex. You should go see it. I want to. See. Anyway, 
Yeah. Go ahead. So there's another a new podcast coming out called Church and Other Drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and it's two like recovering junkies who have you know uh, got some input on the church. I am super super excited about that. Yeah, dude. And they want to have us on and collaborate on an episode down the road. And they're from California. And how cool is that to yeah, like, is connect way with awesome. people? From, uh, you know, here in Flint, Michigan, to connect with people in California and collaborate on a podcast. I can't wait. Their podcast gets started uh, sometime after the new year. But we'll be, so we'll be interviewing a lot of former pastors, former church workers who have gone on to other things. And when I say other things, I don't mean leaving God's work. They still do a lot of God's work in different ways. But they're not getting a paycheck from like an institutional church. Exactly. Which is kind of kind of the role that I want. Like Yeah. Like I have the desire to be a pastor. I really do. I don't know why. I think it's the dumbest decision that anybody <laughs> could ever make. I honestly do. I think it's I think it's ridiculous. And one of the things I want to do is be a bivocational pastor. And to a certain extent, like I'm doing that. Like yeah. I get called pastor. When I go speak at different occasions, which makes me extremely like nervous, mm-hmm. but at, at least nobody's calling you Pastor L. Somebody just pulled that out of the just they called you of, a no, Pastor. L. They just called me Paul Pastor <laughs> L. I'm like one, my name is not L, and two, like I'm not a pastor. So like just to pull that out of thin air and introduce me to people, like this is Pastor L. He does this in Flint, and I'm like. That's funny. What is this? Like, I can't what wait. is my life right now? I can't wait till I get called Pastor Al because half the places <laughs> that we speak at, the people get us confused. <laughs> Even when we went to the prison down in Ohio, the lady who was checking us in had her IDs and she handed me back your ID <laughs> just by looking at the pictures. And I goes, no, that's not me. Oh. What, what if that's you? <laughs> she was so convinced that it was me. And I was like, no. No, keep looking. Keep looking. Yeah. She had this stack of driver's licenses. Yeah. And he just got us mixed up. Just ridiculous. But we'll be, I don't know, I'm kind of interested to to hear more from other pastors. uh, Yeah. Current and former, but mainly former who have have gone the bivocational route. I'm not saying that that's more Mm God-honoring, but in a sense, it could be completely more freeing. Yeah, for people. That's the that's the thing that I've I've kind of noticed. Like, you and I have we started a podcast. We're not necessarily tied down to like having a church job. We can basically interview whoever we want. We can yeah. have all kinds of different guests on and talk about a talk about myriad of different yeah. topics. But one of the things that I remember as a, as a young lad, like maybe twenty one years old, is when I started like feeling quote unquote called to ministry, and I was always chasing after that church job. Yeah. And yeah, me too. After I got the church job, I was obviously excited. But then when the church job was taken away from me through, I mean, listen back to episode one, if you want to hear that story. But after that was gone, like there was a life after the church job. And I just think it's so sad when we have all these guys that are going into ministry and they're like, we're going to start churches. We're going to plant this. We're going to be like the next you know, mega church pastor and like, we're going to be the next Mars Hill. Yeah. And it's like, don't do that. No. Like chase after Jesus and chase after loving people and loving God. And as opposed to chasing after a job, because jobs go away. Yeah. And those things, you almost get pigeonholed. 
Yeah, you, when you absolutely. So like that's one of the things I said. Like our new our new vision needs to be it needs to talk about stuff that's going on that's not part of like a church job. Yeah, you think about like you think about small churches all throughout the Midwest, and I'm yeah. sure they exist all throughout the country. Churches of a uh, hundred to a hundred and twenty people or so. So say you want to preach on a topic that is really on your heart. You think that the people that are in your pews really need to hear. Maybe it's uh, opening up toward homosexuals. Mm-hmm. Well, now you preach that sermon and you've really ticked off one family who accounts for 20 of your church members yeah. and like 25% of your giving, which you use to feed your family. And your hands are completely tied. There are so many pastors all throughout the country who can't speak the truth. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, you can call them what you will, but they're they're trapped, really. Yeah. And so now, you know, to me, it's kind of one of those things where you're kind of mixing what you love to do with your income and your earning. And to me, like... Like, I was just like you, Alex. Like, I really wanted that church job. Really, really wanted it until I went over to Jordan and um, stayed with one of the missionaries we were visiting after we both made the terrible decision to eat smoked salmon in the middle of the desert and uh, spent some time on the toilet that afternoon we did. (laughs) But I was telling him how I really wanted to be a pastor and all this and that. And here I am speaking to a missionary, a former pastor, and he's saying, you know what? When my time here is done, whenever God calls me back home, you know what I want to do? I'm like, what? And he's like, I want to be in your shoes where I'm not tied down to the church, but I can be a blessing to it. I can go and I can speak, but I can also go and do other things where I'm not necessarily tied down you know, they're not paying my paycheck. I'm not a financial burden on the church. They're free of me. I'm free of it. But we can both serve Jesus. And I was like, ever since that moment, I was like, man, uh, bivocational is the way to go for me. Yeah. And so that's why I have such an interest in in interviewing these pastors who have kind of left that church post. And I'm not saying they left because they were disqualified or left because they had some sort of egregious like sin issue in their life. Uh, left because they felt like that's what God wanted them to do. Yeah. Like though, those are the stories I'm interested yeah, absolutely. in hearing. And I think other people seeking out ministry jobs who are like you and I, who just wanted the ministry job and nothing else. Yeah. They, they need to hear those stories. And realize, no, you can still, you know, have a skill. You can still do other things and still be a, a tremendous blessing to the church. Because what what happened to me was, I want this church job. I want this church job. I want this church job. So I study different theologies, and I study, and I study, and I study, and I'm not moving at all. I'm not helping the poor. Yeah. I'm not doing anything Jesus has called me to do. I'm not making disciples. You have made your church I'm, job the goal. Yeah. Instead of Jesus. Yep. So I'm right there with you, buddy. That's why I think 2017 is going to be a great year for us. Yep. But if I could segue. Yeah. So we talked about the future. We talked about what 2017 is going to look like for Not Your Pastors podcast. Probably a little less blogs, 
and a whole bunch of episodes with like just great stories is what I'm really looking forward yep, to. Absolutely. But 2016 isn't over yet. And no. I know 2016 is a year of just mixed feelings. People are upset or people are excited or this was maybe not the best year or maybe it was the best year for some people. So what I wanted to do is for the people that are like hurting and looking back at 2016, they didn't like this past year. I want to do some shout outs for 2016 and some good things that happened in 2016. So we're going to do that now. We're going to do 2016 shout outs. So hopefully we can help people who are having, you know, who are looking back over the 2016 saying to themselves, this year sucked. Maybe we can help provide some comic relief and make you laugh a little bit. So first off, just want to make a shout out to everybody who saw Star Wars in 2016. Even though you got, even though somebody ruined it for you and told you that Han Solo died, you still held your head up high and walked into that movie theater and watched it. That happened to me, by the way. Are you serious? Yeah, somebody ruined it for me. So mad. That's why I'm trying not to let this happen with Rogue One. I'm just like staying off of Twitter. And like, because that, yeah, I'm not. Can I say something real quick? So I I took my kids to see it, and Han Solo's up on the screen, Harrison Ford's up there, and Gunner looks. Don't tell me! Gunner looks at me, and he goes, No, this is the old. No, this is the old Star Wars, not the new Star Wars. Okay. This is The Force Awakens. Oh, okay. And Gunner, Gunner sees Harrison Ford on the screen, and he goes, Daddy, he looks like Papa mixed with a chicken nugget. (laughs) (laughs) That was his description of Harrison Ford. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Harrison. Yeah, you kind of look like a chicken nugget now. (laughs) And just as dad. (laughs) Uh, Also, uh, 2016 was not only a good year for movies, it was also a good year for TV. Uh, Jason, did you see Stranger Things? Yes. Dude, I want to do a huge shout out to Stranger Things for making nosebleeds cool again. <laughs> How about for bringing back waffles? Yeah. How dude. many people fell in love with waffles again? How many people went out and bought Ego waffles? There wasn't a girl that wasn't dressed like 11 for Halloween this year. Like, it was either 11 or Margot Robbie in a slutty uh, Harley Quinn outfit. <laughs> and I actually saw more 11 costumes. So I thought, like, that's a win for America right there. But, like, every time, like, my wife has a nosebleed, because sometimes, like, our bedroom gets dry, like, I wonder, I'm like, did she, like, use her telekinetic powers and snap somebody's neck? And am I next? (laughs) Yeah. Dude, it's going to be bad. Um, This year also saw a lot of, like, social issues. Like, I'm thinking of, like, Standing Rock. So I want to give the people at Standing Rock a shout-out for showing it what it looks, showing us how to protest and do it correctly. Yeah, they're coming to Flint, aren't they? Um, I think there might be a protest coming to Flint or some, some. I think some of the guys who participate in that are coming to Flint over the water issue. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But I also want to do a shout out to everybody on Facebook for showing us how not to protest. I don't know how many oh. times I've seen. Hey, you said keep this positive, Alex. Oh. Keeping this positive. But I'm saying I'm shout out to everybody. Like, just know that Facebook isn't the place to protest and share all of your thoughts and ideas. Just because you have a Facebook doesn't mean you're a political correspondent. Yeah. But like. I just thought about it like how many people are saying I'm standing with the people of Standing Rock I'm like no you're not you're sitting at your computer typing this stupid post out <laughs> like get real <laughs> alright uh, let's do let's do some political ones because I mean there was no bigger news segment or news 
like piece of news. Of- I'm really interested to see how you're going to go political and keep it positive. Uh, I want to do a shout out to Gary Johnson for okay. being the first libertarian candidate that Ron Swanson even wouldn't vote for. <laughs> <laughs> do you see that? Nick Offerman came out and said like, you know, Ron Swanson, he's a libertarian, but he would vote Hillary over Gary Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> That's so hilarious. nice job. Uh, want to do a shout out to Jill Stein. Obviously, we got to do a shout out to her. She's she was the female Green Party candidate. But I want to do a shout out for her and her new book that's coming out called How to Steal Seven Million Dollars from the U.S. People and Get Away with It. A recount story. <laughs> You're bringing up so many bad like memories for people. I want to do a shout out to Hillary Clinton, too. We might as well go through everybody. OK. You know, she didn't win the election. And she she ran a she ran a fierce campaign against Donald Trump and and all that stuff. But I want to make a shout out to her because her new favorite song is that Lincoln Park song. Like I tried so hard, <laughs> but in the end, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> oh, not only is that a terrible shout out, you're terrible at singing too. <laughs> That's really bad. Uh, and finally, you know, we gotta pick on Donald Trump, oh. obviously. Shout out to Oompa Loompas for getting their first uh, <laughs> candidate into the White House. And obviously, shout out to... <laughs> oh, no. I want to do a shout out to Harambe the gorilla. Not only did you show us that Americans are no. not great parents, no. <laughs> but you showed us that Planet of the Apes could happen for real. <laughs> You're ridiculous. He's got a kid! <laughs> Oh, oh man. man. But seriously, oh. no. I'm going to do a shout out for Jason for not knowing animal facts because that definitely oh, made yeah. the podcast better. Mm. It's just not information worth retaining. <laughs> That's how I feel about animals. Anyway, Jason, those are my shout outs for right now. <laughs> Maybe we'll do this again sometime. Yeah. Maybe at the end of 2017, we'll do 2017 shout outs. And there'll yeah. definitely probably be one where somebody ruined Rogue One for me. Yeah. But anyway, do you got any closing thoughts? Anything you want to close out with before we we wrap up the last episode of the year? Man, I, you you ask this like the end of every episode. I always draw like a complete bit blank, <laughs> and usually just say, "Nope, I'm good." But like ten minutes from now, I'll be like, "Oh, I should have said that." Yeah, I hear you. But nothing. You got? Yeah, nothing. I got nothing right now. All right, well, guys, <laughs> enjoy. Everybody, enjoy. Your your New Year's Eve festivities. Uh, be safe out there. Tip your Ubers well. And we'll see you in 2017, guys. Peace. See ya.